Welcome from the banks of the Rappahannock River on the campus of St. Margaret's School in Tappahannock, Virginia. I'm Kendall Quinn and this is the Daily Thistle for Tuesday, April 25th, 2023. Hey y'all, welcome to today's Sisters Pride. Today we're talking about advice from TikTok. If you're a regular TikTok user, which practically all of us are, you have most definitely come across a video on your TikTok feed that's giving you advice. Sayings like, if he wanted to, he would, or nothing matters, you're on a floating rock. These are the words that people are consuming on a daily basis. Today, we're talking about the negative and positives of getting advice from TikTok. So let's start out with the positives. Sometimes we hear things from TikTok that heavily impact us in a positive way. Let's say you're really stressed out about a test or something, and you got a bad grade on this test and you can't think about anything else, and you're thinking about the mistake to a point where it's all-consuming and unhealthy and you're just constantly hating on yourself. If you see something like, you're on a floating rock, it's okay, then that might help you gain perspective on the situation. Another way TikTok advice can be helpful is when videos are being supportive, showing that having insecurities is okay is an example of this, and there's a sense of community in the video that you're watching and the advice you're taking. So let's flip the switch and talk about the negatives. Whether we like it or not, we internalize the videos we see and the advice we are being told. For one thing, generic words cannot be applied to your specific situation. This stranger on the internet knows nothing about you or the situation you might be in, so it can be unhealthy to apply the advice they're giving you to your specific situation. And even if they're wearing a lab coat, which some of these videos do, that doesn't mean that this person is qualified to give you advice. So the moral of the story here is to not be so quick to take and internalize the advice given on TikTok by strangers. Turn to a friend or family member instead. On the river today, the sun will rise at 6.19 a.m. and set at 7.52 p.m. It will be a waxing crescent moon with 26 illumination. High tide will be at 5.59 and low tide at 1.12. High tide returns at 6.27 p.m. It will be mostly sunny today with a high near 61. Winds will be from the northwest from 3 to 7 miles per hour. And news from the BBC. BBC News with Gareth Barlow. In Sudan, a three-day ceasefire agreement has come into effect. The U.S. Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, said the Sudanese Armed Forces and the Paramilitary Rapid Support Forces would pause fighting from midnight on Monday, Sudanese time. Mr. Blinken said the U.S. would continue to work with all parties to ensure a permanent ceasefire in Sudan and a return to civilian government. Previous ceasefires have failed to hold. Meanwhile, the government in South Sudan says around 9,000 people have crossed its border since the fighting broke out in neighbouring Sudan 10 days ago. The UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres has written a letter to President Putin seeking a way forward to extend and expand the Black Sea Grain Initiative. The deal which enables the safe export of Ukrainian grain and some Russian goods is due to expire in mid-May. Reports indicate that Ukrainian forces may be trying to establish a bridgehead on the eastern bank of the Dnipro River near the city of Kherson. Russia has held the territory for months. Rival American broadcasters have parted ways with top presenters. Tucker Carlson left Fox News and Don Lemon departed from CNN. The UN says India is expected to overtake China as the world's most populous country this week. It said India would probably have nearly 1.426 billion people by Saturday. 
Officials in Pakistan say at least 12 people have been killed in two explosions at a counter-terrorism office. Most of the dead are police officers. And First Republic Bank in the United States says it lost more than 40% of its deposits in the first quarter of this year, following the collapse of two other regional lenders. The San Francisco-based bank came under intense focus last month after the crisis in Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank prompted customers to move their money to bigger institutions. World News from the BBC. Remember, you're listening to the nation's only independent school news feed from the banks of the Rappahannock River, here from the campus of St. Margaret's School in Tappahannock, Virginia. I'm Kendall Quinn, and this was your Daily Thistle. As we grow in age, may we grow in grace.